For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today, our guest is Stanley Pau, Professor of Optical Sciences. Stanley's research area is in micro-optics. He designs and builds many kinds of tiny devices that analyze light in various ways for complex imaging and sensing tasks, letting us see features of our environment that would otherwise be invisible to us. Thanks for joining us, Stanley. Thank you, Leslie. I'd like you to tell us about the mini cameras that you're developing to detect and analyze a feature of light most of us don't know much about, and that is polarization. Polarization is a property of light in which the amplitude of light changes with direction. There are actually a lot of information in polarization uh, that tells us about the source of the emit emission and also the uh, object that the light is reflected off. So sunlight isn't polarized, is that Sun, right? Sunlight is not polarized, but when it's scattered off our atmosphere, um, it becomes linearly polarized. And that's why polarizing sunglasses can decrease the amount of glare we pick up on a bright day? Uh, that's correct, yeah. In fact, um, you use a polarizer not only as sunglasses, but also in photography where people want to reduce the glare of their windows or the sky uh, to improve the contrast of the image. So. so it's a feature of light that we humans don't happen to see, but there are animals that see and use the polarization of light. Isn't that right? Uh, that's right. Uh, our eyes, uh, unfortunately, is polarization blind, uh, but other animals such as uh, bees, I believe, and certain type of fish and uh, mantis shrimp uh, they can see polarization, so, and that allows them to communicate with each other. They can navigate and do all kinds of things. So they can use that information that we don't have access to usually, and now what you're doing is you're building cameras that see light's polarization. Can you explain how you do that? Normal cameras uh, based on silicon um, is usually... Uh, colorblind also, and silicon has sensitivity that goes from the UV to near-infrared. Uh, and the way we get the color information is uh, by putting very small filters called Bayer filters on each of the individual pixels uh, of the uh, sensors. What we do in our lab is that uh, instead of using color filters, we make very small polarizers. And uh, usually the dimensions of the polarizers can be about 5 micron. Also, a micron is um, thousands of a millimeter. Just for comparison, a human hair has the dimensions of about 10 to 100 micron. Why do we care about polarization? What is it? What are the kinds of applications that you're being funded to develop these filters for? There are actually a lot of uh, applications. Um, for example, uh, remote sensing um, and also surveillance. Um, there are also applications in three-dimensional imaging. Uh, for uh, material uh, characterization. So what do you mean by remote sensing? What kinds of uh, sensing of what? One of them is seeing through haze. It turns out that um, when light scattered off um, haze, uh, they tend to have a certain polarization signature. That could be removed, and if you remove that, you can actually see through the haze or fog. Um, another application is to detect um, man-made objects. So. Uh, if you have a um, car moving in a natural area that has no man-made object, uh, the car will have very uh, strong polarization signature. In addition, you've told me that living objects can be detected against 
uh, as compared to non-living objects? Uh, yes. Um, so uh, many biological molecule has the unique property that it has a chiral symmetry. Uh, basically, it has a helical uh, symmetry. And the way um, light works is when you have a polarized light reflect off a chirosymmetric material, it will convert it into a circular polarized light. And the interesting thing is that in nature, there's really not that many sources of circularly polarized light. So when we see something that is circularly polarized, it's, it's very, very special. So should your detectors be um, going up on satellites that are looking for life on other planets? Uh, that has actually been proposed and funded. There's at least one project right now at the U of A who is working on that. Well, thank you very much for opening up a whole new level of vision for us. Thank you, Leslie. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert. <laughs>